Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey there, from CNN, I'm Krista Bowe with the five things you need to know for Tuesday, February 27th. President Joe Biden is meeting with the top four congressional leaders today, since there's only four days left to find a path to avoid a partial government shutdown. CNN's Lauren Fox says more on what might come from that meeting. The question on the table is whether or not they're going to be able to come to some kind of an agreement to avert that government shutdown, which will happen Friday at midnight. And right now, it's not clear what the path is. And this isn't really a divide necessarily between Republicans and Democrats. This is kind of a divide between House Republicans and everybody else. Frustration over the impasse among Senate Democrats is growing and the White House is ramping up pressure on lawmakers to pass additional funding for Ukraine. This all comes after the Senate passed a bill with assistance for Ukraine and Israel earlier this month. But House Speaker Mike Johnson says he doesn't plan to bring it to the floor. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has urged Republican leaders to pass the bill before the funding deadline. I hope Speaker Johnson recognizes that history is watching us and watching him. Polls are open now in Michigan for the next Democratic and Republican presidential primaries. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump are expected to win handedly. But what message will voters from a swing state send? To protest vote, to simply demand that they need to hear um, our calls and heed our demands and respond to what it is that we're asking for, which is an immediate and a permanent ceasefire. This voter is part of the campaign being waged by progressives in Michigan to mark uncommitted on their ballots instead of voting for Biden. She hopes it'll send a message about the political costs of his stance on the Israel-Hamas war. Over on the Republican side, the margin of victory for Trump is a bigger question than whether he'd win at all. The judge overseeing the Georgia election subversion case against Trump and others wants someone else to testify today about the relationship between Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis and lead prosecutor Nathan Wade. His former law partner and divorce attorney Terrence Bradley is expected to take the stand today, after previously trying to shield what he knew from the court by claiming attorney-client privilege. CNN's Nick Valencia says Trump's co-defendant claims Willis and Wade's relationship started well before he was hired in 2021. In fact, Nathan Wade responded in a sworn affidavit that the relationship didn't begin until 2022. Uh, But they say that Bradley can impeach that testimony. And this is really important because if the court finds that Nathan Wade uh, was not fully truthful while he was under oath, that could mean big problems for the district attorney's office. Trump and his co-defendants want them removed from the case for their alleged conflict of interest, while Willis and Wade have denied any wrongdoing. Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra is in Alabama today to hear directly from the families and health workers impacted by a ruling on IVF treatments in the state. Alabama's Supreme Court ruled frozen embryos are children under state law, so anyone who destroys them could be sued for wrongful death. That judgment led to a number of Alabama fertility clinics stopping IVF treatments. And Becerra told CNN it's a sign that reproductive rights need to be protected at a national level. The fear goes beyond Alabama. A lot of families are trying to figure out, does it make sense for them to try in vitro fertilization? The thousands of dollars it costs, will it go to result in nothing? What happens to contraception? Is that next? Taylor Swift's dad is being accused of assault. That's next. Taylor Swift's father has been accused of punching an Australian photographer after the singer left a concert after party in Sydney. The photographer said he learned the superstar was aboard a yacht in Sydney Harbor. And as she got off, he said a security guard forced an umbrella into his face and Swift's father punched him. 
The photographer says Swift's entourage was, quote, aggressive and unprofessional. In a statement to CNN, Swift's spokesperson claimed threats had been made against a member of her staff, and that two people were, quote, aggressively pushing their way towards Taylor, grabbing at her security personnel. Police said they're investigating an alleged assault, but did not name Swift's father. The singer had just performed her final show in the city as part of the Australian leg of her Eras tour. All right, that's all for now. I'm Chris Bow, and our next episode drops at 3 p.m. Eastern. Until next time.